Rusty Quill presents. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. message from Professor Ryan of Bunker A12. This is a public broadcast to any survivors out there. Over the last few months, I have been sharing with you the story of two brothers who found themselves plunged into a world of nightmares. Our world. Right now, I too am in that world and I endeavour to find answers in the wreckage. To discover a way forward. A way home. As always, I advise listener discretion going forward. This is Professor Ryan. Come in, A12. Over. I repeat, this is Professor Ryan, A12. Come in. Over. Well, it looks like we're alone for this one, Elliot. Elliot? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. My mind was just wondering. Anything in particular? I'm just not quite sure what happens when we meet Naya. I know what we want. I know what we need. But I don't know how to get to that point. How don't we end up as sacrifices, as food for some grotesque monster? Ellie, you've not spoken to Naya before, have you? 
I only heard others talk about her. They freaking revere her. Exactly. And she reveres what she's made. The community, the school. When I last spoke to her, she seemed so proud of herself. So adamant of what she had made was the way forward. A new holistic way of living that was said to be the new order of things. I, I don't understand how. <laughs> I've seen what they do. Well, perhaps Naya is different. Perhaps there's something else going on. Who knows? All I know is that Naya is determined for others to join her. So much so, she had listened to all of my broadcasts in an attempt to convince me I was wrong to be chasing after you. She was convinced you were dead, you know. I truly believe she had something to do with the rift that appeared in A12. That or it was just some unfortunate coincidence. No doubt she's listening right now. She knows we're coming, and if she wants to stop us, she knows everyone else will hear. You can't start a bright new future with such obvious blood on your hands. Even so, I'm not happy that it could potentially be our blood. It won't come to that, and if it does, well, I believe it's worth it. Oh, shit. That's the tie round. Fuck. Fuck. Hold on. I'll give you a hand. Planets and stars may be my deal, but I still know how to change the tire. <laughs> yeah, I'm really not great at all this. Thanks, Ryan. I think I remember Roman changing a tire in his work van once. It looked kind of similar to this, I believe. Um, yeah. Okay, there we go. That's it. You have to release this under the passenger seat first and then unwind it at the back to lower the tire. I think it's underneath the van. If you sort that out, Ryan, I'll grab the jack and get it set up. The quicker we get this done, the better. Unless you think we could walk. Not a chance. And from what I recall, we're still about half an hour drive away. And no offence to your survival skills, Elliot, but I don't fancy our chances out there for that long. None taken. Honestly, I wonder how Roman and I even made it as long as we did. Alright. There we go. Back's open. I'll sort this out at the front. Let me know when it's ready. On it. Hey, Ryan... Should I keep this thing recording, or what? May as well. Jess would be livid with me if I cut it off now, and she doesn't know if we've got this tyre sorted or not, and I never quite know if it's going to connect to the setup back at A12 again anyway. Alright, it's out. You sorted? Yep. Here we go. Grand. I'll chuck everything in the back mm. while you get the <sighs> bolts on. Alright, that's the flat one off. Oh, God, these weigh a ton. Whew, all right. There, it's on. All sorted back there, the Ryan? Ryan? Oh, shit. Ryan? Ryan? Elliot. Shit. Shit, my spear. Ryan, I'm on my way. I won't lose someone else. Fucking won't. Give Galatiolog. All right, <laughs> that's how it is. <sighs> Not today, you slimy fuck. Ah, back the fuck off. Mm -hmm. Leave it alone. Come on, come on, come on. I'm what you want. Ryan, Ryan, get up and run back to the van if you can. Mm. Just, just do it.
God. <coughs> mm. Jesus Christ, Elliot, come on. God, my damn arms. What did that thing do? Can you drive? Can you, can you drive? Just about. Okay, go. Fucking go. Jesus Christ, what was that thing? I'm not sure. I think it was the same sort of creature that got me in the supermarket months ago. I've not seen one since. But I thought it hated the light. <sighs> oh, who the fuck knows? But it didn't seem in good shape when I left it, and I'll take that as a victory. Oh God, Elliot, I think... I think what happened to you is... Shit. Happy, happy Shit, to... I've got it. I've got the wheel. It's okay. Let go. It's okay. We'll just keep going. Try and, try and slide along if you can. Um, it's okay, Ryan. I got I'm you. I'm I got you. I'm trying. God damn it. This is awkward. <sighs> right. Okay, there we go. Okay, this I can manage. I can see why Roman thought I was such a lump like this. How the tables have turned. You get all that, Roman? <laughs> get that bravery award ready for me, bro. <laughs> I'm sorting this shit out. Once and for all. <sighs> Alright, Jess and... Well, survivors, I suppose. If you're listening to this, Ryan's alright. He's not injured beyond some minor cuts and scrapes. He'll wake up soon and... Once he gets feeling back in his body, he'll be good to go again. Trust me, I, I've been there. <sighs> that was a close one. But we're in one piece, back on the road. I think I'll pull over here somewhere before we get to the school. I can't be going in there with Ryan like this. I, um... <laughs> I suppose whilst we're on the road a bit, I should explain to you what just happened fully. I suppose I better do it now before it's out of my head. As you know, Ryan and I were changing the tyre in the van. We'd finished the job and Ryan went round back to sort out some of the tools. I don't know how, but that thing managed to sneak up on him and snatch him. Fleeing into the woods shortly afterwards. I just about heard Ryan's muffled cry before the thing smeared its hideous ooze across his mouth. I've been there in that position. I know the fear that was coursing through Ryan's body at that moment. Being grasped by that thing's claws and it rubbing its oily skin against you with every leap and step that it took. So, grabbing my makeshift spear, I pounded into the forest after it and managed to catch up. Seemed like its hulking body didn't cope well with the dense woodland, and I could cover the ground through the path it had made quite easily. Realising I was close, the creature turned toward me, and despite having no visible eyes, it did seem to look at me. To consider me, almost. I'm not sure whether it recognised the markings across my body or perhaps the void ash they were made of, but something made it pause for a moment. I took the opportunity to try and command the creature. I, I knew, in a way, it was futile. I'd never done it to such a large thing, and... I don't even know the words that work on it, if any do. Just thought I'd try the closest I had. But as you heard, this had no effect on it at all, and the monstrosity decided it had lost all its patience with me. Clutching Ryan in one claw, it swiped at me with the other, 
I managed to dodge out of the way of the first hit and a couple of the subsequent ones. With each hit it made at me, I was able to cut deep into its forelimbs. It squeezed Ryan tied with each of these though, and so I tried to go with the creature to make it commit to attacking me. My plan worked, and soon it dropped Ryan to the floor, launching itself at me. I managed to get a solid stab into what I assumed was the thing's chest, and it seemed to weaken the creature significantly, giving Ryan time to leave. I planted my spear deep into that thing's body and twisted it with all my might. I can still feel the hate that pulsed through my veins. I seriously doubt it was the same one that we saw in the supermarket all that time ago, but all I could think about was all those people who've been sacrificed to creatures like that. All the virgins of those things all over the world. All the times helpless people like myself, like Ryan, like so many others must have felt powerless in the face of such a monstrosity. I needed to prove that we are not prey. I am... I've never thought back before. We always just ran. Even when I rescued Roman, I thought nothing, I just got lucky. Looking back, if something had turned up then, I don't know what I would have done. I don't think I had it in me to fight then. I, um, I really don't know. But hearing Ryan's cry, and seeing him fight against that thing so powerlessly in its grasp, I just had to do something. And, yeah, I know it might have been stupid, but I couldn't let it happen, especially not to someone who has dedicated so much of his life to trying to find answers. I owe him that much. I couldn't see it as we drove off. Like I said, I don't think it really felt like chasing me after what I did to it. I hate myself for the suffering I've been part of to these past few months, and making amends for that is still a really long way off but this will go towards it for sure. Ryan slumped in the chair behind me. I don't think I'll be out too long. The creature didn't get a chance to sedate him as much as it did me. We're not far off now, though. I'm just going to play over here. It's somewhere out in the open. Somewhere I can see around the van. I'll wait until Ryan's up. Then we'll, we'll carry on. God, I wish you were here, Roman. I want to be doing this with you, brother. There's so much we've missed in each other's lives. It's not like us to be that way. It's not like us to have this. I don't think there's ever been a point in our lives where we've not seen each other for this long. Is there? I think the longest we've gone before this is a month. (laughs) Remember, we're both going on two-week holidays, but separately. Me with some friends from uni and you with your family. It wasn't until the time came when we realised that I got back the day you left. (laughs) The first two weeks felt like nothing. It's always a distraction when you're away, isn't it? Then I got back and it was weird that you weren't there when I came back. I suppose you felt similar when I wasn't there to receive all your how-to-look-after-Rory instructions, despite the fact that I've looked after him during every one of your yearly holidays since you got him. (laughs) Now then. Now it's been months feels like a lifetime and I think we've both changed more than the other realises I still don't quite understand what's happened to you brother I'm not sure I ever will but if I can still hear your voice still talk to you well that's good enough for me I hope you can forgive me for everything I've done to survive I know you don't know most of it but I think you can imagine I I never wanted to hurt anyone. 
You know that. Wait. Wait. Oh. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, there are shadows coming out of the houses just up the street. Nothing to worry about. They're harmless, really. They are... No, wait. They're, they're not repeating. Um, sorry, I, I don't think I told you about the shadows fully, did I? These I actually know a bit more about. Not something I had to listen carefully for and pick up clues from conversations about. The shadows are something they actually taught me about. I think it's mainly because I was getting geared up to become a hunter, but either way, it was nice to actually be told something. Anyway, um, there are actually two different types of shadows, or echoes, they're sometimes called. There are ones like the ones that we saw, Roman. Um, the repeating ones that go through the last few seconds of their lives and repeat over and over. And yeah, it's always the last few seconds of their lives before they are consumed, assimilated or otherwise. Usually there's a rift involved or something to that effect. Uh, let's take the one in the tunnel, for example. Their body was still there in the tunnel, right? All twisted and ugh, stretched out across the wall. But with parts of them missing. <laughs> and they were a repeating shadow, right? That's because as they were running into that tunnel, there must have been a disturbance between the, um, um, oh, what do we call them? Um, versions. There must have been a disturbance between them. So, their body got trapped between the two worlds, or maybe all three, I, I don't know. The shadow is just like an echo of their actions on whichever version that happened to be on last. And that must have been when that grey wasp nest-like growth came through, and used them as some sort of seed, if you like. A point of which off to grow, like maggots on old meat. Then there's the non-repeating ones, these are a lot rarer to see, but actually quite interesting, if what they say is true. So, they, the cultists that is, they seem to think that the ones who do not repeat actions, that simply wink in and out of existence, are actual living people in one of the other two versions of our world. God, <laughs> sorry, this sounds really ridiculous now I'm saying it out loud. <sighs> but basically, they are most likely the ones in the cold version of our world, or I think we refer to as the winter version. Seeing as though the one that's like a void is, um, well, it's a void. So I don't think many things that go there come back, unless they've been chosen to. Um, at least that's what the Order of the Spiraling Star harp on about a lot. Chosen by what exactly, I'm not sure. I still haven't quite figured that out, whether the Spiraling Star is a cosmic phenomena or an actual entity. I certainly hope it's the former. Anyway, the shadows... If they see a large concentration of non-repeating shadows, you can guarantee they will try to ordain when, or where, the next rift will appear so that they can head through and hunt them down. You see, the Order thoroughly believe that most of the world's, yes, world's population vanished when all this began because they were taken away as a means to power the convergence, the merging of the versions. And all those left behind, well, they're split into two groups. Group A the members of the Order whose job it is to round up Group B, those chosen to be left behind as continual sacrifices to appease the creatures that came through and keep the rifts appearing. Yeah, it's hideous, but they always refer to it like adding fuel to a fire. If it goes out, it's much harder to get it going again, so they keep it burning. And I know what you're thinking. What happens when they run out? Yeah, I thought that too. And 
I don't have any answers for you, I'm afraid. Then that will be enough. R Roman? Roman, you're there! <clears throat> Elliot, I'm... Nothing was an obstacle. I'm here. I'm here. Roman, what's happening to you? Convergence. I, I don't know. It comes back to consume. Ugh. Back in my head. And every now and then it takes control. It's not as bad as it used to be, trust me. I'm here for you, brother. I'm here for you. It's mad what you did, you know. Tricking all those bastard worshippers. Fucking cultists, I meant. Always knew you'd make it further than me in this shitty world. Oi, you're not done here yet. Like I said, I don't care what's happened to you because we can still talk and I know you can't exactly move, so I'll be coming back to you. <laughs> and I'll do what I can, brother. You know I will. I'll send underlings to devour you piece by piece. Oh, fuck you! Roman. I'm sorry. No, no, I, I knew that wasn't you. But you're sure you have control, right? I do, brother. I do. And you know if I ever get control enough to break free of this, I'm right there with you, right by your side. <laughs> I suppose we're both in similar situations here, aren't we? How, how do you mean? Well, the things you did to survive and be free. I know how much you haven't said, and I know where all your little insinuations lead. You can't hide that from me, man. It makes me sick to think about. So does what happened at A12. When I first woke up, things that came through that window I looked through. I'm to blame for that, in a way. No, you're not. You weren't to know, and you did what you could. As did you. Do you see my point now? We've both done horrible things. Things that have cost lives, and neither of us intended for that to happen. Not ever. Ryan and the others, they know that. So don't go beating yourself up about it. There are so many others who have just given in to this carnage. Who've brought into this idea of a new world. The senseless sacrifice and needless destruction. And yet, even when faced with the very cult that seemed to have brought this thing about, you stood your ground and came out the other side. Even when it seemed like an easy way out. Roman. How did... I know you were beating yourself up about it. Come on, Al. Give me some credit. Now I want you to go and do what you do best. Go and see Naya, speak to her, get to know her, and find a way through this. Don't do it my way, Al. Do it yours. It was always the better path anyway. I miss you, brother. Are you crying? <laughs> I'm not crying. You are. <laughs> I miss you too, bro. One last thing. Just be careful who you trust along the way, okay? I know what you like. What? Like, like who? Uh, Elliot. Who are you talking to? Oh, Ryan. Oh, you're awake. Everyone. Now go do what you do best. I will, brother. I will. You've been talking to Roman again. Uh, again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, he, he knows what I did with the order. It made me feel a lot better about it, you know? I don't, but I can imagine, and I'm glad he has. I, uh, 
I got taken, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You've really not been out long, though. Got a strong constitution there, Professor. Uh, we've got another 20-ish minutes to go, I reckon. If it's where you said it was. Alright then. But before we go... What's up? I might just be getting paranoid, but that thing didn't infect me, did it? Uh, how do you mean? Look, I remember what happened to Roman, his fingernails. It's not going to happen to me now, is it? Look, Ryan, I, I can't speak in certainties about anything that's going on here, but I know that a creature exactly like this took me before, and all it seemed to want to do was devour me. I don't think this thing has anything to do with those tendrils. Did you ever figure out what was moving under your skin behind your neck? What do you mean? Just before you came to A12, or at least where you thought it was, you wrote in your journal about feeling something moving under your skin, that it was making you itch. Don't suppose you remember what happened to it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I vaguely recall that. It was paranoia, right? But you seem so genuine in your belief of something being there. Rumination and manifestation. Ever since I was a child, if I heard the symptoms of some deadly disease, no matter how unlikely it was that I'd have it, I could convince myself quite easily that I had those exact symptoms. Feel them and everything. That's what I was doing there. And it's happened a lot more than just with the ones I wrote about. I'm sorry there's been such a problem for you, Elliot. Don't be. Like I said, I've been this way for a while. Are you feeling alright to go? Just about. Good, because I don't like the way some of those shadows are looking at us. They're starting to stare. God. I hadn't noticed those. Yeah. Let's fuck off, shall we? Excuse me? <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> it's, um... <laughs> yeah, never mind. Um, Let's go. My friends, thank you for tuning into the broadcast from A12. I hope you're somewhere safe and warm. And remember, as always, don't wander in the dark. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to hear more news and updates, follow us on social media at Wake of Corrosion. You can also support the show via our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Wake of Corrosion. Joining at any tier will get you access to all future episodes one week early. Thank you so much to our generous Patreon subscribers who have helped me to continue making and improving the show. Finny, Grumpy Koi, Maddie, Cole K, Ty, Eileen, Karen, PJ, Return Descender, MJ Van Steenberg, Mech G, James, Sai, and Bo. Thank you all so much. Wake of Corrosion was written, directed, and produced by Sean Pellington and is part of the Rusty Quill Network. With voice acting from Karen Walsh as Professor Ryan, Sean Pellington as Elliot, Lee Pellington as Roman, Intro theme, Phantasm, and outro theme, Shadowlands 5, Antichamber, were created by Kevin MacLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. Both pieces are reduced from their originals with fade-out effects, character voiceover, and radio static effects. Morse code SFX from morsecode.world, courtesy of Stephen C. Phillips. Full credits and transcripts can be found at wakeofcorrosion.com Thank you for listening, and remember, 
don't wander in the dark.